0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Competitive Enablement Show. I'm your host, Adam McQueen, and in today's episode, I was joined by Hunter Sons, the competitive solutions expert over at Clue. This is the first mini-pod we've done where we dive a little bit deeper into a written article on Compete. So today we talked about the latest piece on the Clue blog, no say show the secret ingredients to a deal winning battle card and so hunter sheds a little bit more light on that you can also check out the article in the show notes below great read and a nice tight and tactical conversation for you all i hope you enjoy with that all said let's get into today's episode all right today i am joined by hunter Sones. The competitive solutions expert at Clue, the man who eats, sleeps, and breathes compete. In fact, the only thing he enjoys more than compete is a good Twix bar. Hunter, (laughs) thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, anytime. Thanks. uh, Thanks for having me here. And yeah, I definitely enjoy a good Twix bar. That's that's unbelievably accurate.
0: It's it's uh it's well known around the office. That's that's (laughs) that's the key to Hunter's heart. All right. We're trying out a new format today, everyone, listeners. Consider this a mini pod of sorts. We love doing audio content here, obviously, but there's also a ton of great written pieces out there on the world of compete, especially on the Clue blog. So go check it out, but other places as well. So consider these episodes we're going to work on in the future as a feature or kind of a deeper explainer to these great compete articles from the authors themselves and today specifically we're chatting about the most recent article on the clue blog no say show the secret ingredients to a deal winning battle card you can check it out in the show notes below but first of all before we get into that hunter can you let the listeners know what you do at clue and specifically around battle cards as well yeah for sure so my job at Clue is essentially to serve as a competitive
1: consultant, uh, both internally and externally. So when prospects or customers need help on figuring out how to get the most out of their compete content or how to build an effective competitive enablement program at their company, that is where I get pulled in to, to help with that and to, to consult and provide best practices. So when it comes to battle cards in particular, um, my, my, job title, uh, or sorry, my my responsibilities mainly boil down to providing best practices. So over time, we're trying to find out what makes a great battle card, what makes great compete content. Uh, it's my job to, to understand what great compete content is and figure out how to incorporate that into a prospect's or a customer's battle cards.
0: So... Your role here is helping make battle cards as effective, usable, applicable as possible, which is the crux of this article. Also, this article was written by the great Megan Barker, who is unfortunately sick, so Hunter's tagged in, but he knows plenty about this topic as well. Um, so the no say show, or also known as the competitive play. Can you share a little about what that is for listeners?
1: Yeah, so the No Say Show is a framework that you use in a battle card to essentially make it easier for uh, a sales rep or anyone who's reading the battle card to understand how to get the most value out of a uh, competitive insight. And the way it works is it has those three components involved. No, which is what does a sales rep need to know in order to use a competitive insight effectively? say is what explicit verbatim talk track do they need to use to convey uh, their positioning uh, and messaging to the prospect? And then show is all about reinforcing the idea that they just shared and how do you how do you actually make that messaging land when you're speaking to a prospect? So that's that's the entire framework in a nutshell.
0: Why is it effective then?
1: So the no say show framework is effective for a few different reasons one is that when you think about what makes great competitive content uh it's it's really not leaving the onus on the reader you have to really incorporate your own best practices your own messaging into what the the reader is going to convey to a prospect and Mm -hmm. if you only have one of those uh those three components um then you might get inconsistencies with what gets uh repeated out to to a prospect or what gets shared in your messaging Mm -hmm. And so it really helps tighten things up, make sure that everyone is speaking the same language when you're conveying a competitive insight to, uh, to a prospect or to a customer. Um, and it makes it easier, ultimately, just for the, the reader to understand what they're saying, why they're saying it, uh, and for the prospect to, to, to really capture the, the gravitas of that insight as well.
0: How is the structure, this no say show structure How is that different to a lot of the battle cards content that you're seeing currently? I mean, I know it's, I feel like it's like my cliche at this point to say this, but you've, you've looked through more battle cards than I've had hot dinners. You've gone (laughs) through many, you've shared with me the good, the bad, and the ugly behind the scenes. We can't reveal that stuff with you all, but suffice to say Hunter's seen varying degrees of battle cards. So why is this structure different to what you're seeing in a lot of battle cards that maybe aren't as effective currently?
1: What most battle cards do today, and the ones that I've seen, they have maybe one component of the no say show framework. They might have um, you know, a bit of context around a competitive insight. Uh, they might just share uh, this competitor has this feature, or they have this type of pricing model. But they don't share how to communicate that to a prospect effectively. Now, conversely, they might only have the talk track, but they might not have any context that goes along with that talk track. And they might have nothing to share with the prospect to reinforce the idea um, that's behind the talk track. And so most, again, sort of to summarize there, most of these, these battle cards will only have one component of no say show but in order to really really make the most of this content you have to have all three and you have to have them tied to every single competitive insight
0: in terms of what uh what goes into each p- part there when you when you're filling out a battle card for for your readers what are like for example let's say let's get into the show part what are the sort of things that you're using to back up a claim like what would you put into a battle card on this show portion so that when a, a rep uses the talk track. It's not just a load of hot air. It's not a load of malarkey.
1: It would really depend on what type of competitive insight you're sharing. Uh, there is no silver bullet, no one size fits all for the type of of show or share um, that uh, that you'd present to a prospect. But a couple examples could be reviews. Um, it could be a feature or some part of the product that you need to demonstrate. But I would say that some of the most effective, um, elements that, that you could, you know, incorporate into that show component of the no say show framework are customer quotes, because those mm. tend to really reflect well on why, uh, not just the, the what and the how of the product, but really the why a customer sees value in it.
0: And excuse my Friday brain going in, in, uh, we're bouncing around here, but we're going backwards now. The say side of your battle card, what are the kind of things that you would put in there specifically for, for, for a rep to actually use? I know you've got the verbatim talk track. Is there anything else you'd incorporate in there so that it can be a, adopted and used as quickly as possible but from a rep?
1: Yeah, so typically what you want to have, um, and it depends, again, on the the type of competitive insight. There's a lot of variables um, involved in, in the mm-hmm. notational framework but typically you want between one and three sentences that, are, that can be repeated verbatim to the prospect. Uh, and uh, depending on what type of, of no say show framework you're using, whether it's for a quick dismiss or maybe for objection handling, um, you typically want to have some type of question uh, involved in there, so an ask. Um, and you also might want to have some type of reinforcing idea before you go into your,
0: your show. What, what, what do you mean by that reinforcing idea? So
1: a reinforcing idea, for example, would be you would in a, in a quick dismiss, for example, you would follow up, uh, with, you know, your, your ask, or you would actually, you would go into your, your one to three sentences. You'd finish with something that's sort of like the, it's almost like you're, you're dropping the bomb, uh, before you go into
0: your show. (laughs) That's sort of what the reinforcing idea would be. I like that. I like that. And then. As we are going in backwards form here, the no side of things in your battle card, what are you putting in? What is what's what's too much? What's too little in terms of the background context that your your end users need to know?
1: I don't think that there's
0: such thing as too
1: much or too little. Um, Different types of competitive insights will need different levels of context for a seller to really understand how to get value out of them. I've seen you know, some that are even just one sentence when you're talking about pricing, you know, we price this way because of X. Um, some of them require a lot more that goes into that contact section. Sometimes what you even wanna have is an example of why this works, uh, which is something that we've seen uh, incorporate into a lot of our, our best practices. So you'll have that content, and then before you even get into the the one to three sentences to repeat verbatim, you'll, you'll explain why this has worked in the past or why you're explaining what you're about to explain. And that could be incorporated into that context.
0: Okay, so let's make this as applicable as possible because that's what we care about when it comes to battle cards. For the listeners today that have listened to this, they think, oh, no, this is a pretty cool strategy. How, and they want to implement this into their own battle cards. How do you go about that? translation stage of the internal, external intel you're collecting related to this. How do you start to build it into that story structure?
1: So a few things that you would probably wanna do. Um, Of course, competitive intel can come from a variety of different sources. It can come from public information. It can come from uh, interviews with sellers. It can come from win-loss interviews with uh, with buyers. Typically, what you would want to do is you would want to find out the the sort of the the context before you even go into the into the talk tracks or the show, you want to find out what's important, like why is this competitive insight actually applicable? And why will people use this? So you want to develop the context first, then you want to go into the say, and you you basically want to follow this no say show and build it that same way. So once you've understood this is the the competitive insight, this is the context behind it, figure out how to communicate that. And the best way to do that is talk to sellers, talk to the people who are actually going to be um, communicating that competitive insight to prospects and understand, you know, what kind of language do they use? You don't want things to be too fluffy. Uh, You want it to be something that a a rep would actually say on a call. And then you'd probably want to, you know, figure out what kind of messaging, what kind of, um, what kind of reinforcement can we can we include that you would show to a prospect? And so that could be again a review, a product feature, a customer quote to reinforce that idea.
0: Hunter, this is the first time I've been able to keep my keep myself within the timeline that I set set out here on the podcast. We like to go down rabbit holes. Is there anything else you'd like to share in regards to dos and don'ts? with this structure and building these battle cards out? I would say you probably don't need
1: to overcomplicate the, the no say show structure. A lot of people will, you know, hear this and they'll say, I need to go out and build this, you know, incredibly complex thing. Um, but I think that in a lot of cases, you know, better Intel, um, and even, you know, deeper Intel is not necessarily what sellers need. They just need a little bit of context. They need a little bit of guidance in some cases on how to communicate a message to a prospect, they need something to reinforce it. So I wouldn't over the idea of the, the no framework. Um, but what I would encourage people to do is try it and test it, uh, see if it works for you and see what works well for you. And over time, uh, continuously iterate on that and get, uh, feedback from from sellers and even buyers and win loss interviews and find out how this resonated
0: i love that done is better than perfect but we'll get towards perfect hunter speaking of perfect you're a great guest today and i appreciate you joining us on a friday with a Bowflex in the background thank you so much rock on we'll catch everyone next week